Mitch Cohen from News Limited now joins us with the latest in racing news on this Wednesday. G'day, Mitch. G'day, mate. How are you? I'm, yeah, no, um, I'm, well. I'm not setting out in the front of a school this time, so we won't have any dangers. <laughs> um, but uh, no, going well, mate. And great to hear from Kerry Parker there, obviously. Exactly. Uh, one of the great chances in, in the Coolmore this weekend. And uh, certainly a personal favourite horse of mine. Hope in your heart. She's, she's been good to me over the past 12 months, so hopefully that continues on Saturday. I've got to give some people some context. So last week, Mitch was doing his segment on a Wednesday, and he was on his way to race New South Wales for that um, inquiry, and uh, he was standing out the front of a school. Now, uh, what's happened is the school kids have come out, and they've had some quite colourful chat, which obviously Mitch got quite nervous about, that it might have come down uh, the microphone and out the airwaves. So uh, he sort of went into a bit of a panic and a frenzy. So, Mitch, it's good to see you're in, uh, in the studio today. Uh, tell us a bit about Lost and Running uh, on track for the Galaxy. Yeah, mate, obviously another big day of trials yesterday in Sydney. I think we had about 17 or 18 there. So a busy morning out there at Randwick. But Lost and Running, obviously one of the stars that stepped out. I spoke to John O'Shea yesterday afternoon and, uh, look, um, the, the great sprinter got the, the tick of approval from James McDonald. He'll partner um, in the Galaxy next week. And, look, I thought he was pretty impressive, Dave. I don't know about you. It's hard to judge on these trials. I mean, he's, he's looked good at the trials before, but he looks to have come back uh, really good. Obviously, we know he had that just that, I guess, that little hiccup in the spring that cost him uh, a run in the Everest. But um, he looked to be travelling really well before that. And he looks to have come back well. The punters certainly agree. After uh, yesterday's trial, he was quickly shortened from, I think, $6 with Tabino, or four fifty equal favourite with Passive Aggressive, uh, which, of course, won that, that challenge stakes pretty impressively last weekend. So, uh, look, he was excellent. Obviously, King's Gambit was there as well. Um, King's Gambit, obviously, heading towards the Golden Slipper next week. And, and boy, did he lay down a, a little reminder that, uh, look, don't forget about me. I know we He's obviously gone down in his last two runs to some pretty nice horses, mind you. But um, Mark Zara made up his way up to Sydney to, to ride him. Um, he'll obviously ride this colt in the Golden Slipper um, on, on Saturday week. And and again, um, look, I don't know who um, who's backing up these trials, but the, the tab, they like to shorten them after trials. He was 11 in a nine after, after his trial for the Golden Slipper. So, uh, look, that race, um, obviously, we've got a few... Things to, to find out this weekend with um, the two two-year-old races this weekend, how that field will shape up as well. Now, uh, Mitch, uh, what about uh, looking at your other topics here? I've just got uh, down the lost and running, the uh, slipper. So it's last yeah, chance two- this Saturday, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, of course. We've got the, 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 the Pago Pago and, and the Magic Knight this weekend. Um, well, for a lot of horses, um, it, well, it is the last throw of the dice. I think there's a few in there that were obviously um, nominated, which are already pretty high in the order of merit. But they, uh, I mean, you've got to throw in these, I guess, precautionary nominations for some of them. A horse like Barber, which is sixth in the order of entry, um, was among the nominations. But uh, don't expect him to be um, among the acceptors later today. His, his stable mate uh, will be, uh, but uh, yeah, Barber certainly doesn't need a run to, to run in a, in a golden slipper next week. But uh, look, these these two races, are, I mean, often does the it's not often really the, the winner of the golden slipper comes out of these races. I think from memory, um, ooh, was it the Godolphin filly uh, a few years ago? I'd have to go back and check. But look, it is a last chance to learn to get in uh, the five million dollar golden slipper. 
Um, I can tell you that there's, there's going to be 12 lining up in, in the Pago Pago and 16 in the Magic Night, so no no shortage of of contenders from that, that Magic Night on Saturday trying to get a spot, and one of which is um, a horse that I'm a big fan of, uh, Blanc de Blanc, which is um, Michael Friedman's horse, which has been racing excellent this preparation, but um, unfortunately a lot of the prize money was in those English races, so um, she needs to get in another one that's, uh, look will be sort of chasing that slip spot, Steel City. Um, I spoke to Brad Whittip yesterday. Fire Lane will accept in the race. Um, whether they run, I guess they can decide later in the week because she's in 15th in the order of entry, so doesn't really need to run. But um, I guess it's good to keep your options open, isn't it? It certainly does. Uh, and it'd be very interesting to see. I mean, we had um, the guys on Punters Post Morning on Monday pretty much saying that they believe that, uh, you know, with the winner of these two races, um, they're going to be right fighting at the finish because there's been no real standout TRL performance, which I was surprised with. Yeah, I guess so. I think if you go back through history, it's not many horses. I mean, learning to fly that probably deserved favourite off everything she's done. She's she's met every challenge that's before her so far. Well, she's not um, favourite, though. That's what I'm... I must admit, I'm a bit surprised by that. I know she had the oh, you, tougher run, but Cylinder's favourite for the slipper. Yeah, well, sorry, sorry about that. Yeah, Dave, obviously, yeah, since since Saturday. Uh, yeah. She was favourite after on Saturday, but since then, Cylinder's obviously um, been received a bit more su- support. Um, no doubt, I, I think, obviously, off that... Before that, I thought Resistance was the worthy favourite of the race, but I uh, wasn't actually favourite. But uh, I thought um, he deserved to be favourite off that race. And, and after his impressive performance, um, or Cylinder, I guess, what he's done so far, I guess he, was, he wasn't too far away on debut against Fire Lane in that, in that Max Lee's Classic. Uh, when was that? I guess last November. But um, look, he's a, he's a very nice Colt, and I think Godolphin obviously have these Colts peaking on their grand final days, don't they? But um, oh, I don't know about that. I, I think I'd prefer to go through your Todd, Todman form lines than, than a sort of a, a Pago Pago or a, or a Magic Knight, that's for sure. Exactly right. Uh, and of course, we get to see the first international step out in the Group 1 Coolmore on the weekend. Yeah, look, I, but we won't see, a, as far as I understand, we won't see statement there, the, the Joseph O'Brien trained mayor, but we will see William Haggis's Purple Pay. So the first of our internationals, we know a big team of internationals, um, um, currently camped out at, at Canterbury for the sort of the duration of the autumn, really. Uh, we won't see any racing out at, out at, uh, out at Canterbury anyway. But uh, yeah, uh, Purple Pay will be the first of those internationals to step out this weekend, as we spoke about last week, Dave. Um, there's a fair bit of interest um, from uh, from people to see how they stack up against our horses. I guess a lot of people might not know who they are, but um, I think we'll find out Saturday um, if, if they're any good. That's for sure when Purple Pay steps out. Do we, look, this looks like a... Sorry? I was going to say, do we know who rides? Because obviously Tom's still crook, isn't he? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too sure who rides, Dave, but I'm sure we'll know by about... 11 o'clock today, yep. but uh, off, uh, I haven't had the chance to chat to William no, Haggis yet. But, um, but yeah, obviously, with, with Tom going down um, with, with that injury, uh, there's going to be a fair few opportunities with uh, the, the, the horses that William's brought over. He's obviously brought over a number of horses um, to contest in these big races, and, and we know before um, success he's had. So um, I'm, I'm sure there'll be chances. There'll be no shortage of people putting their hand up to ride him, that's for sure. But um, just looking at the race, mate, obviously, uh, well, in our top weight on, on 
during nominations was was Fangirl, but Chris Waller has um, come out yesterday and said obviously that Fangirl um, well won't be running in an All Star Mile, and will be going to a George Ryder, uh, which is obviously the following week on on Golden Slipper Day. So uh, yeah, you spoke to Kerry Parker before, obviously hoping your heart will be one of the main contenders, and of course the, the three year old contingent as we always see James McDonald. Obviously, getting down to his lowest riding weight of this year to ride Zagotchu at 54, probably 54 and a half um, in the race this weekend. Um, she obviously ran terrific in that surround stakes, albeit missing the placing somehow in that in that thrilling blanket finish. But um, she surely got plenty of improvement stepping up the 1500 second up. Mitch, pleasure to talk to you this morning, mate. Just, oh, yep, you've got one more. Just, uh, just while I've got you, I've, I've just got a uh, a text off a off a good friend uh, in Ray Hickson. He's confirmed that it'll be uh, Regan Bayless will be riding uh, Purple Pay this weekend. Regan so Bayless. thank you, Coach. Thank you very much for that. Uh, so Regan Bayless to ride the fifty three and a half on Purple Pay in the Coolmore Classic Group One on Saturday. We'll have those fields out a little bit later on, and then. The markets will open not long after that, and we will be in full swing on a Wednesday afternoon, that's for sure. Mitch, uh, catch you later in the week. Can't wait. Thanks, mate. Mitch Cohen uh, there. It's at 9.23 on Sky Sports Radio.